Previously heard on Good Hope FM. Hey, we're doubling up the tunes on Good Up FM as we connect Cape Town. We connect Cape Town to athletic greatness as well. Every Tuesday evening, we encourage you to get off the bench and get motivated in uh, whatever sphere that might be. Tonight is no different. And he's so clever. He found the button to his microphone as well. That's uh, because I showed him where it was. <laughs> you wine boy boy, you Weinberg boys, you really do inspire one another. High quality education. We like to High make quality. each other look like professionals. So how's your Afrikaans, right? Yeah, not so bad. I think my German's actually a bit better nowadays. Mm. But it gets by. Mm. Devin? What? <laughs> <laughs> the aggressive approach. <laughs> I like it. Uh, SA hockey player Red Hulkett is in studio with us. It's really good to have you in studio. First things first, you need to weigh yourself, please. Sure thing. Yeah, there's Take a scale over there in the corner somewhere. Right. I'm sorry, it's it's so, become so, like, I don't mean to be clinical or anything, but we need to know when we're speaking to the heavyweights... How heavy are they really? All huh? right. Did we have some guesses going around the room? Uh, yeah, we did. I'm up at about 82. I so I'm going to give him 84. You reckon, Jerry? Just because he looked at me so weirdly when I said less than 80. <laughs> you said less than 80? Yeah, yeah I said, did. no, he's not 80. 86. What was it? I had a big lunch. Yeah? <laughs> How much do you weigh? According to your scale, 86, ah. but usually about 85. I like the, I like the, the fact that athletes are quite happy to say, I had a big lunch, sure, I'll get on the scale, I don't have any qualms yeah. about it. That was good sushi. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Is weight an important issue when it comes to playing hockey? Surely it's just muscle mass. You don't have to be heavy. Not particularly. I think monitoring the weight is more of a concern, especially when we play sort of in Malaysia or places where you can shred a couple of kilograms because in, of the heat in the game yeah right oh, I you, thought you had to be in the same weight class <laughs> no, as your competitors I was no, like you wow can't. there's no like bouting or anything okay. Asians are small <laughs> so yeah. we have to be he- we lighter. have to lose 10 kilos yeah, yeah. but when can it comes to hockey players you're on the bigger end of the scale if I'm wrong I would say so yeah I think it also nationality wise yeah weirdly enough I mean you play against the Dutch and you feel as though you are are they monsters yeah they're big men you know just naturally tall so kind of like our rugby players yeah I'd say so oh, yeah interesting Sheesh. but I think it's more and they've got more, a weapon yeah, yeah. <laughs> hockey stick in awesome. their hands Rhett can we go back to the very beginning when did the hockey bug bite you jeepers I, my first memories of hockey would have to be Fisher Hockey Club I think my parents just messing around on the side of the field while they were playing mm. and then officially I would say probably primary school and then I went to Weinberg and then that's when I can really remember going okay well this is something that I'd like to take more seriously and concentrate on mm. so my grades took a bit of a dive but mm. I mean <laughs> I really Fishing's yeah. a good hockey club is it not? It is hey. That's I a mean, reputation it's been yeah. around for a very long time you walk into that clubhouse and you see pictures of you know the ones that are still in black and white when they were playing wow, hockey yeah. on gravel and sure. the hooks of sure. the sticks have that nice grim reaper effect <laughs> to them so, <laughs> yes yeah, it has it, it has a big history as a club. Were you ever left on the bench? Like as in not picked for the team and distraught because of it? I once made a B side when I was pretty sure I was gonna make an A side. Oh no. It was that awkward moment when you go to team selection and it's like waiting for your name and it doesn't quite arrive and then yeah. you 
have to remind yourself that you actually are in the B team and they haven't made a mistake. Yeah. Was it one of those brutal things where they said, yo, the team lists are up on the notice board downstairs and no, everyone keep, runs around there going... Keep checking it. <laughs> no, uh, no, it was worse. We were actually all sitting in a room together and you went up on the stage. and Oh, oh like, no, in front of like the school kind of thing. Yeah, it was... Well, Western Province Hockey used to have the oh, announcement at school boy level where everyone gathered at a school hall and Events, shows sure. everyone. Yeah, it was quite formal and... Brutal. Pretty cool, yeah. But I will remember that moment. Yeah. <laughs> and that to be fair, I probably wasn't you. good enough to make the A-side. So, <laughs> Well, I, now you're most certainly good <laughs> enough, right? I mean, having represented the country on numerous occasions, uh, there must be some highlights that stand out for you. I'm going to guess the Olympic Games are right up there. Yes, I think every time someone asks me this question, it has to be the London Olympic Games. Yeah. The opening ceremony, I remember standing next to a good mate of mine who I've known since we were nine, and we walked out together, and I... Wow. Started jumping around like a hooligan and accidentally almost broke his GoPro. <laughs> yeah, there was a certain euphoria and excitement at the Olympic Games that I will always remember. Uh, uh, very special. And of course, you guys picked the most expensive city in the world to go and enjoy that Olympic Games. Yeah, at. yeah. <laughs> you got to do it it's proper, like, man. Uh, so, how much is this? Okay, I won't have it. No. No, thanks. Yeah. Athletes Village free yeah. food out here. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. It wasn't so great when you went back to real life and you tried to swipe your card and they were like no this is not for free you must this is pay. just mcdonald's yeah, man you must pay for this so i'm gonna guess then that the fact that durban has pulled out of running the the uh, commonwealth games uh for what was it 2020 2022 22, 2022 yeah. 20, is somewhat disappointing for for a hockey player for a south african hockey player for someone that represents their country definitely uh, we were talking about it earlier um off the air and just saying i think it might be a little bit past my time but just for players of that generation to have the opportunity to showcase their skills and talents on home soil you know with the opportunity of family and friends coming to watch yeah is something that i think is truly sad that it's not going to happen but in the same breath i mean just attending a commonwealth games wherever it is in the world is always a a huge honor so. for sure uh, red hulk is in studio um attended fisher hockey club uh, was at weinberg boys high school if you know ret and you have any background information on him that you think we should know about <laughs> 089-209-497 get off the benches this afternoon uh, we'll touch base with them a little bit more next Euphonic apologies on Good Hope FM connecting Cape Town Sharp Right and Checkers are collecting for fire relief through their uh, Act for Change fund customers can get involved by donating any amount at the till points of all Shop Right and Checkers stores across the country it's simple at the till customers can tell the cashier that what they would like to donate to the hashtag Act for Change fund and the cashier will process their donation we will then donate the proceeds from the Act for Change fund to end uh, up till the end of March directly to the relief efforts in the area all Shop Right and Checkers stores across the Western Cape will also be accepted non-perishable donations to assist the Imizamiyetu fire victims. As we jump ship right now and chat more with Red Hulkett, who's in studio, of course, we missed a little earlier, SA, hockey player. Um, grew up in the extreme south, from what I can understand. <laughs> deep Ex- south. Extreme deep, south. Listen, um, listen, you were talking about Western Province team announcements a little earlier, and comparatively not making the A team, you know, as a memory. Can you remember... And can you describe the feeling of when you found out you were representing the country for the first time in, in on any level? I mean, we, Olympic Games, Commonwealth Games, must be something that has strikes a chord for you. Yeah, definitely. I think the day I found out I was invited to a camp, you know, and you have an opportunity to possibly debut was a 
I would say I think I had relief more than anything. You know, I'd worked pretty hard to finally get my opportunity after the Beijing Olympic cycle. I was invited in 2009 and debuted in 2009. I think that would stand out, but not as much as finding out that you are going to the Olympic Games. Mm. Uh, that will stand out for a very long time. And my announcement was different to the rest of the teams. How so? I was injured at the time I found out that I had a fractured toe and I'd been playing with it for about three months. So there was just this constant pain and it never went away. And then I finally got it scanned and found out it was fractured. So I couldn't do all the training leading up to London. I had to sit on a bike and cycle until I felt as though I was ready for the Tour de France. No and ways. And row my, myself into oblivion no to keep myself off my foot. And then they had to send the captain and a team member to Johannesburg for the big Sascock reveal of the team. And the coach told me that I was going to go with. I was like, oh, that's great. And then it's sort of like, oh, hang on. Oh, wow. That must mean. And he said to me, are you going to the Olympics? And I think that moment, just the three of us standing there with the captain was quite big. Yeah. Even you just saying that sent shivers up my spine. Yeah. I'm, I wasn't even going to the Olympic Games, but I can only imagine how that must have felt knowing that you'd been injured, that you haven't necessarily done the training that like you would like to do, but you've still qualified to go to this massive sporting spectacle. And, and we've learned over each of these chats that we have with our sporting uh, personalities that everybody goes through trials and tribulations. And just to hear that, you know, you had a fractured toe but didn't even know about it. I think so many of us go, ooh, what's this thing on my finger? I have to go get it checked out. Because yeah. yeah, that's and, the beauty of pain that's why right? it's there because it's yeah. telling you hey dude something's wrong with you <laughs> the man. polite reminder these just yeah. guys just power through they just keep on going all the time yeah it was quite bizarre actually i ended up having to go to a specialist in bloemfontein where the camp was and he designed this plastic we called it the toadum like, to protect my toe <laughs> while i could play so it basically tried to absorb as much shock as possible so i could still run around and compete at the olympic games after i'd been selected and wow yeah it was quite a bizarre contraption but i thank that man in Bloemfontein most days do you yeah. still have your totem no i kindly donated it to the trash <laughs> after so the Olympics. make it into a new ashtray yeah, or something yeah. like that no, it wasn't a pretty thing it was, it was pretty weird looking i'm amazed that you didn't keep that and stuck it on like the top <laughs> yeah. mantelpiece give it to my dad for his bar or something <laughs> yeah. like i don't even want to imagine what and it, it looked like tell me when yeah. it comes to hockey um the the feeling for you to go to the olympics was that because the Olympics is the apex tournament that you can possibly be in, black bigger than say a World Cup of hockey. Is the is it everyone's dream to be Olympics before a World Cup? I think as a Style sportsman, event. it's a World Cup is different in its own right because it's only specific to that one sport. Yeah. Whereas if you're going to the Olympic Games, you've got athletes from across the board competing in a variety of disciplines, and you get swept up in this Olympic spirit. Sure, it's something that is really quite bizarre whereas the world cup is phenomenal don't get me wrong yeah. to go to a world cup is something truly remarkable and i've been fortunate enough to go to one in india which was madness but amazing madness and one in holland where both the men and women competed at the same time so holland is sort of a silent mecca of world hockey and to have 15,000 people plus in a stadium that all know hockey is wow yeah, it's it's quite quite something. Speaking of is, bizarre, yeah. though, I have to have like one shot question here. Most bizarre thing you ever saw in the Olympic athlete village, and which country was it? There was an Australian. And what athlete were they? <laughs> <laughs> Give me their name. 
I've got two that stand out. There was an Australian swimmer who was sitting at the table. We were coming in for breakfast for an early training session, and he was just sitting at the table sort of in his own world with a gigantic spread of McDonald's from <laughs> three Big Macs to four Mac chickens to Mac nuggets to about two milkshakes and dessert and cookies, and he was just so focused on his on his nutrition he'd either already won a gold medal <laughs> or he'd we crashed sort of, out we sort of walked past him like, guys have you seen this guy I mean he's this is amazing and we walked up to him and I said hey man tell Can us your story yeah. <laughs> like, tell us your story like, no, I got knocked out first round I basically have to stay until Team oh, Australia leaves so no. I've been basically living this life for the last week and a half oh, oh, wow. staying in the village going out like having a great time going to events and that would be, he would come back, I think, and he was just enjoying the fruits the of his jolt. labor. Yeah, at McDonald's <laughs> breakfast. He's probably a full-blown diabetic by now. Yeah, he could be. I haven't seen his name pop up in any music <laughs> lights. So. Don't know where he's at. To be just, I'm just watching the TV, and I see obviously it's the sports channel that's playing in studio, and they're making kit for a cyclist. I think. Do you guys? Does your kit get fitted to you specifically? Um, <laughs> Maybe not locally. I mean, that sounds it's, like it's very the kit question. Yeah. The kit question. I mean, the kit of. Ugh, that's. Well, it's it's an interesting topic. I've had some very snug fits mm. of late, <laughs> mm. but I always just sort of take it as a compliment that I've been doing my gym program and you know, I'm on the right track. Sometimes you. I recently I had a, a tracksuit top that was said large. But I think the ladies and men's stash was all in one. So I oh. got the ladies large. Okay. So when I put it on, I had some good the T-Rex <laughs> arms. You know, when you can't, it doesn't really go all the way through. Oh, man. But that's, yeah. I mean, I can't think of anything. I suppose like, there are plenty of things more disappointing. But it's so disappointing when you're representing someone and it's a country. And then you're wearing stuff that <laughs> you just don't don't yeah. want to no, wear luckily our manager is a machine and it, the problem was solved within a day oh so it's so. not that uh, clothing designer there was a number that everyone was complaining about not 360 but not 362 <laughs> yes, uh, the, yes the proudly South African brand that's actually Chinese yes that's the one yeah. on that on that note <laughs> pearl of wisdom from Red Halkett you've got uh, youngsters listening now that want to represent their country and it shows in the sporting field what, what are your uh, words of motivation to stick things through i mean you fractured toes still playing the game <laughs> bad making footing sure clothes you keep yeah. your weight on how have point. i survived how, how did you do it chosen for a b team <laughs> basically had a terrible career by the sound of <laughs> i didn't want to say uh, it but i for me it's uh quite a cliched quote but the the classic of um you know like the the debate between hard work and talent mm. And I think the one that stands out for me is that, you know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. You know, and I think for me that's pretty fitting because I, in my own opinion, am not the most flash or naturally talented hockey player. But I like to believe that I graft pretty hard and try and maximize what I have been given talent-wise to get to places that I want to be and to achieve goals that I've set myself both internationally for South Africa and also in Europe so for me I think if you can have that mindset then you're halfway to wherever you want to be I like that mm. and I have a feeling you play hard as well try yeah. yeah there you go there's that smile it's like the enforcer there's of the that, team there's yeah. that smile yeah the classic uh, 
football like guy that just gets away with stuff that he probably shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Red Helka, thank you so much for your time. Uh, travel safe. Thank I know you you're not going to be in the country for a while and go and ply your trade and make, make some money. Yeah, sounds good. Um, and then inject it back into our economy if yeah. you don't mind. We'd appreciate <laughs> the that. The tourist GDP. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Get off the bench. Red Helka, thank you so much for your time. Hey, yo, check it out. Good Hope FM. Good Hope FM. Co. Now. No.